When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated, and it's important to have water that is healthy that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com. Enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Life is busy. And sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at FactorMeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini, and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code WALKING50 at factormeals.com slash WALKING50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Today's 10-minute walk is helping you keep your fitness promise, which has another link to your growing fitness chain. It's me and a chorus of tree frogs (laughs) as we walk together. So about 20 years ago, my family got into camping. And I think we did this for a couple of years, maybe a couple of summers. Actually, as I think back on it now, we didn't camp in the summer. We camped in the fall when temperatures were a little bit cooler and we were camping with other friends who had been into camping for a while. And they kept encouraging us, you know, come, you know, come with us. You'll have a great time. It's a lot of fun. And finally, we said, sure. And I I, I camped my family when I was growing up. Camp. That's how we took our family vacations for the first I think, 10 years of my life. And I had warm memories of camping. So I thought, well, we can do the same for our kids. So we went to the big box store and bought the tent and bought the sleeping bags, got the, I don't think they were air mattresses, but they were foam mattresses. We got the camping gear, the little camping stove and the camping lantern. 
and some flashlights and a few other things to make camping more comfortable and more enjoyable. Plus, it's just fun walking through the aisles of the store like, yeah, let's get that, let's get that. So we camped. I don't know how many times we did it, a handful of times. I do have one odd memory of camping. We were with some other families, and one of the other dads and I took several of our kids who, I don't know how old they were, eight, nine, ten, somewhere around that age, and we went on a hike through the woods. And it was this long hike, and I wasn't real familiar with where we were. This was about three hours from home, this campground. And we were hiking, and at one point, I'm feeling lost. And I'm thinking that we needed to continue moving forward to connect to whatever the next trail was to get back to the campground. And we had been hiking for a while. We'd been probably a good half hour, maybe 45 minutes. And the other dad said, no, I think we just need to turn around and and head back. And I was thinking, I do not want to keep going for another half hour, 45 minutes. I was convinced that, in fact, I knew that if we continued moving forward, maybe within 15 minutes, we'd reach the end of the trail and be close to returning to the campground. And he believed the other that it was better just to turn around and head back. And so we parted ways. I took my kids and continued moving forward. He turned around with his kids and went back. And sure enough, I was right. Within 15 minutes, I had reached another trail, turned and back at the campsite in a matter of moments. And I'm thinking right before we walked into the campground that it was going to be at least a half hour before we saw the other dad and his kids and was even wondering if maybe we should send out a search party. And, and I, I walked into the campsite and there's my friend with his kids sitting around the campfire, beverage in hand. I was like, what? How did you get back here before? I still have no idea. He must have found some sort of shortcut. <laughs> it's like, hi, Dave. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I don't know why, but that memory keeps popping up for me, which led to a question that I had in my mind. What is the difference between walking, what we're doing now, and hiking? What I did with my friend and our kids. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. Today's 10-minute walk, powered by my Shox headphones. These are open-ear cordless headphones. They sound great. The speakers sit in front of your ears, and you might even be wondering, well, how does that work? It's a technology that the sound waves, the speakers actually sit on your cheekbones, your, uh, just below your temple. And your bones, it's called bone conduction technology. It actually takes the sound waves and transports them to your ear canal. And I'm not even sure if I'm explaining it right. All I know is it works. 
Even though the speakers are in front of my ears, not in my ears, it still sounds amazing. And because the speakers are in front of my ears, I can hear what's happening around me, which makes me safer as I'm walking. I can hear what's going on. I can hear traffic. I can hear others approaching on a bike or whatever. If you're curious, maybe curious about what the Shox headphones look like, there's a link in the show notes. You can tap the link and see the different models that Shox offers you. So there are some technical definitions of hiking and walking. Generally, walking is used to describe what we're doing in an urban or suburban setting, usually on pavement, sidewalk, road. Hiking tends to be done out in nature, on trails, and there's more height variability for a hike. So when you're out walking through the woods, we call that a hike. (laughs) And when you're walking along a sidewalk, walking along the side of a road, on a treadmill in a gym, we call that a walk. So, or at least that's generally how they're defined. But there are three, what I would call, significant differences between hiking and walking, using that broad definition to define the two. Number one, hiking usually has more friction. And friction is what I call all the stuff that we have to do before you can do the activity itself. So where I live, I can open my front door and head out for a walk. Not a whole lot of friction. It's not a whole lot of stuff that I have to do before I take a walk. Friction is an issue because generally I can't open my front door and head out for a hike. I've got to go somewhere. My memory, I had to drive three hours and go camping (laughs) for that hiking experience. When we lived in Maryland, we lived near a state park and we could and did, not much, but we could hike through the state park. But we had to get in the car and drive to the state park. The state park had to be open. We had to pay money to get into the state park. So the friction was much higher and generally is much higher for hiking as opposed to walking. I mentioned I had to pay to get into the park. This is number two. Hiking tends to be more expensive. And even if you can access free hiking trails, there's some gear that you need that costs a little bit more to make hiking safer and more comfortable. Uh, For starters, the shoes that I'm wearing now, I would not wear when I was on a hike. I would want hiking boots, boots that are more sturdy, protect my ankles, because there's an awful lot of height variability in those trails, roots and rocks. So I want some more stability on my ankles. And quite frankly, this is just the way I'm wired. If I'm hiking on a trail, I'm aware of the potential of snakes. And I want my feet and my ankles, (laughs) I want them sheathed in protection. So hiking tends to be more expensive. And the third difference between hiking and walking, as I see it, is that hiking can actually be a better workout. Now, you can turn your walk into a pretty intense workout. But you can also take it easy on a walk. But with hiking, you've got that height variability. You're climbing up rocks. You're stepping over roots and branches and fallen trees and logs. You've got hills. You've got uphills. You've got downhills. Bottom line, the differences between hiking and walking really comes down to this. This this great umbrella of walking as a fitness activity and there are all kinds of 
variations on the theme. Hiking is one of those variations. When you want to change it up, when you want to do something different, when you want to do something other than simply open the front door and head out. You can always hop in the car, go to a park, and go for a hike. And it's a way to keep this fitness activity really fresh. Thanks for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day. I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.